Welcome back. This is uh, episode 13, uh, Pretend December, Change the Way You Think, Change Your Life. Um, uh, we are uh, excited to introduce you to the newest member of the CARE team, uh, Callie Broy. She is here with us. Uh, Callie, can you, can you say hello? Hello. All right. Awesome. Well, we, we are so blessed to have her part of the team, and uh, we just want to introduce her today. So uh, uh, before we dive into our topic, you know, everybody knows we always have like a, a quick icebreaker. And uh, so today we're going to try something new. It's going to be a game called either, neither, or both. And uh, it's going to, it's going to, we're going to figure out how much Callie does or doesn't know about the people that she now works with. So uh, if you guys don't know about this game, uh, you'll quickly figure it out. And uh, yeah, we'll try to make it as clear as possible. So, so Callie, we're talking about Tom and Lori have either, neither, or both been in a Christmas play. Either. I'm going to say either. Either. So one of them. Okay. Anybody been in a Christmas play? Yes. Oh, wow. Awesome. awesome in the job. third grade, yeah. I was the narrator for a Christmas carol. We got to talk because I was the narrator for a Christmas carol in like seventh grade. Nice. So. Cool. All right. Awesome. There you go. Hey, one point. Uh, we got we got five quick ones here. So uh, so either, neither, or both have either, neither, or both uh, been Christmas caroling? Both. Both. Have you guys been? Lori? Yes, when oh, I was a brownie, okay. we Christmas caroled. Okay, awesome. <laughs> so close, but we can't give you that one. So, uh, uh, all right. So either, neither, or both, have they strung their own garland around their tree? Both. Like the popcorn and all mm-hmm. this stuff. So, Tom's got... Yes, yes. <laughs> Lori? Yes. When Did I was a kid, awesome. every year we would string popcorn and put it yes. around a Christmas tree. Okay, awesome. So that, that that's two. Man, she is she's I killing. I feel like it. I'm nailing yeah. this game here. Yeah. All right. So uh, so Callie. So uh, <laughs> either, neither, or both. Have they uh, attended a Christmas parade? Neither. Neither. Lori. Nope. No? Not me. Tom? I went to one of the best parades I've ever been to. It was a Christmas parade in Troy, Ohio. Oh, nice. Okay. Fantastic right on. parade. Okay. Yeah. Love it. Okay. So we can't give you that one, but you got two. So uh, we're going to give you one more chance to redeem yourself. All right. So either, neither, or both, have they been stranded or away from home on Christmas? Neither. Neither? Okay. So I'm going to go to Lori. Lori? Thankfully, no. I've always been with my family on Christmas. Okay, awesome. Tom? I have been away, not stranded, but I was in Key West, Florida, and I wish I would have been stranded. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so Callie, you got you got two out of five. So uh, I think you said you said neither, right? I said neither, but technically, Tom didn't say he was stranded. So. Well, he was away though on Christmas. So okay. yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> It's all good. Yeah, we'll we'll give you a chance sometime down the road to redeem yourself. Yeah, and I also just want to say uh, we're grateful to have Callie be a part of our team. Um, We had a a great intern last year, Austin, and uh, we are just excited to have Callie come and be a part of the uh, not only our our church staff team, but our specifically our care team. And today we're going to talk about uh, the power of grace and specifically uh, the relationship between God's grace and what he lavishes on us in our life, but also the fact that that grace then comes with power. And I'm going to read 2 Corinthians 9.8 as kind of our overriding um, scripture today, and Mm -hmm. that is, And God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that having all sufficiency in all things at all times, you may abound in every good work. And I think what's really important here is that idea that uh, his grace abounds to us, 
and that we're having all sufficiency. And it really just struck me um, the other night in Celebrate Recovery, uh, our teaching was on grace. And I, as I was studying and praying and looking over this, I thought, really, they're synonymous, God's grace and power, mm-hmm. that his grace is what allows us to do what we can't do for ourselves. Yeah. And in that sense, and, and furthermore, God's word tells us that he's love. Mm-hmm. So what we're really talking about is God helping us to have the ability to love the right way and in the right proportion in every aspect of our lives. Yeah. I, I know we were talking shortly before this, and uh, I, I know you've said a couple times uh, in the past that uh, it, it's really hard to focus on one's recovery until we get to that point where we are uh, we're desperate and we realize like how much we need God. And, uh, you know, as we were prepping for this, uh, I found a really good quote by Kyle Ottoman in one of his books. Um, it says here, our ability to appreciate grace is an indirect correlation to the degree to which we acknowledge our need for it. The more I recognize the ugliness of my sin, the more I can appreciate the beauty of God's grace. The Bible holds up a mirror and confronts us with the reality of our sin. And so, you know, as I was reading through that, I, you know, one of the verses we, we talked about before was, uh, you know, in uh, Romans 3.10 ESV, as it is written, none is righteous, no, not one. And so just realizing, like, that, you know, we there, there's not a single person uh, who's able to do this on their own effort. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I, I um, there's another quote, and I'm not going to get this exactly right. It's from Dallas Willard, and he talks about that idea that, that grace is not opposed to effort. It's opposed to earning. Um, that God gives us the strength and ability, again, I'll say it again, and can't say it enough times, to do what we can't do for ourselves. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that we don't have a responsibility to put effort forward. Yeah. Um, we can't earn salvation, but we can put, he says, to work out our salvation in fear and trembling. So mm-hmm. there is an idea that there's an effort there that's ours. Yeah. Um, I fully believe that that God empowers us to do what we need to do. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and as we start thinking about this, you know, grace, and, uh, you know, I was, I was looking up the word uh, uh, yesterday, and, you know, I, I found that it was, you know, I was looking at how many times it mentions in the New Testament and just different ways that, uh, that the, the word has been used. And so uh, a couple different variations of, like, the, the, the meaning behind the word grace would be, like, gift or, or credit or favor, mm-hmm. salvation. And, uh, but in the context of care, some of the things that, that grace helps us with, I mean, like, that, uh, you know, as we're, as we're trying to figure out and navigate recovery and how to do recovery well, you know, once we get to that point where we realize that we can't do this on our own, and that, and that we need God's help. Uh, one of the things that I was reminded with uh, during seminary we talked about uh, was that he helps us seek out medical care. Uh, he helps us prompt, he, he gives us that prompting to seek out medical care and also gives us the courage and the strength to, to follow that prompting. So, and, and, and that can be, you know, uh, you know, and maybe not just medical, but it could be like, you know, mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, relational. So to, to, to make those steps. Well, I think another aspect of, you know, graces in every, you, you mentioned going, let's say you have to go and, and you seek out um, counseling, mm-hmm. uh, whether that's with a psychiatrist or a, psych, a psychologist or a social worker, that that God's grace is also working in and through that relationship. You yeah. know, th- I am so thankful that we have people that are experts in those areas, that God has in- enabled and empowered and given people the gift of counseling so that there is a place that that God's grace is not only empowering and encouraging the person who's reaching out for help, but that God's grace is empowering the person who's providing that help. Yep. And so yep. that really, again, reminds me of that idea of God's grace abounding yep. uh, in, in the situation. 
Well, and, and two, you know, uh, uh, I, I know we were briefly talking about a situation you were talking about earlier about um, uh, you, you were mentioning uh, you meet with somebody about alcohol and they were talking about drugs. Or no, I think you were meeting with them about drugs and they, they mentioned about alcohol. Uh, and uh, it was it was reminding me of this, the scripture I pulled up yesterday for this was uh, Proverbs fourteen twelve. there's a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way to death. Mm. And so like, you know, when we start thinking about grace and, and how important grace is, it's it helps us develop that that plan that uh, is for our good and God's glory, and, and and we don't need to have all the answers either. I mean, just like you said, it could be a, a therapist, it could be CR, it could be, you know, we, we don't want to discount AA and NA. I mean, there, there's some wonderful healing uh, that happens there. Uh, we do prefer the the, the Christ centered version, CR. Uh, but but if if NA and A is helping you, you know, we definitely don't want to discount that. So, Lori, I don't want to leave you out of our discussion yeah. here. I, I wonder if um, you could recount a time where. Uh, for you, there was a, a tangible moment of grace, just that you felt God's presence, that you knew that he was maybe doing something for you that you couldn't do for yourself. I don't know if I can pinpoint one specific time, but as I'm sitting here listening to you guys talk about grace, it occurred to me that my idea and thought of grace has always been much more narrow. I always sort of just correlate grace with forgiveness Mm. And, you know, as we're sitting here talking and thinking, I can think about how God's grace is interwoven in, in everything. Um, but as far as grace and correlating with forgiveness to me, um, yes, all that so many times. Um, well, I actually had a discussion just earlier today with, with one of our pastors um, about some spiritual disciplines and things that come naturally and don't. And I'm someone who... Forgiveness sometimes comes easily, and so maybe even sometimes too easily. Um, I'm very quick to forgive, and I think part of that is because I'm so aware of the things in my life that that I've done that have gone against what God wants for me, and I'm I'm incredibly thankful that that He's um, He's kept me from the consequences of some of those things, and and saved me, and forgive me, and loved me anyway, and helped me to to thrive. Despite that, he's given me grace. And so I try to keep those things on top of mind to, to offer that to others. I think that's a great example. Uh, forgiveness is absolutely um, just God's grace. And even our ability to forgive others, as you said, Lori, is an extension of that grace, right? It's God's grace in and through us out to others. Right. Um, as I was meditating, thinking about, praying about grace, really, you know, we... I don't know if you've ever heard this definition, but it's a fairly common definition of this idea of unmerited favor, that mm-hmm. grace is God's unmerited, yeah. that we yeah. don't, we don't quote-unquote deserve God's attention and favor. And I thought we can take that all the way back to the, our existence, that, that God is complete in and of himself, mm-hmm. that he existed before anything else, before time, before the universe, and that our very existence is God's grace, that he didn't have to create us. He certainly didn't have to save us. And so God's very being is grace. Our very relationship with God is based on his grace, that there isn't something that God isn't this and grace, that he is his being, his power. What he extends to us is all in grace. We are not owed anything. That that's yeah. that's such an overwhelming concept to me. It's um, just God doesn't need us, but He loves us and He wants us, and He He extends that grace to us when He doesn't have to. Mm-hmm. 
Well, and, and I, I appreciate you bringing up the, uh, the, the spiritual uh, health question we were talking about today. And one of the notes I took down was, it was question number one is, you know, do you thirst for God? And uh, one of the things that uh, I, I hope and, and pray that everyone finds is the, the more you connect with God, the more that you dive into his word and the more you make it a priority, it actually becomes like this snowball spiral effect of getting closer to God. The more, the closer you get, uh, the, the, the more you're going to want of it, the more you're going to, you're going to make that a priority. And, uh, you know, and, and we were talking today about, <clears throat> um, you know, as a staff, you know, uh, it, it can be easily, uh, uh, it can be easily not a priority. It could easily, you know, not uh, have this thirst. And if, you, if you're not having a thirst, it's like, you know, are you diving into God's word? And it kind of goes back to, have we realized how much we need God's word? And, you know, even as, you know, uh, 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 you know, in certain countries around the world, uh, you know, like we're, we're more prosperous than other people, uh, you know, and you know, as far as like money per person and all that stuff. And so maybe that's part of the insulation. Maybe maybe we don't realize how desperately we need. Yeah, you know, I know we have listeners all across the globe and uh, Ireland and uh, and Russia and et cetera. And uh, and we thankful uh, we're thankful you guys are, are dialing in. Uh, and so maybe you're seeing the same thing, uh, you know. And uh, but uh, but just understanding that we. The, the importance of diving into God's word and and and, uh, and and how that will accelerate our growth, and 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 there's some wonderful ways to do it. There's some quick and easy ways to do it. You don't necessarily have to have a uh, a bookcase of commentaries. You know, when you have a question, you know, a, a recommendation I heard the other day was, uh, you know, just get like a, a study Bible. You know, like uh, I, I I know uh, one of the Bibles our house is actually a cultural background Bible, so it's the Bible and it just has like some cultural background things there, so you can get a a real quick reference. So you don't you know need to do a big you know, research project trying to figure out what, what is this actually talking about in Scripture. I want to just take a second to to bring us back to care ministry. Yeah. You know, this is our care ministry podcast. Um, one of the ways that we witness grace, uh, I think, as, as pastors and leaders in care ministry is seeing people whose lives have been transformed, yeah. wanting and sharing that with others. Uh, we talk specifically in Celebrate Recovery about what we call sponsorship or mentorship. And what I've seen is the people that really recognize, and, and going back to what you were saying, Tommy, about uh, being desperate. Um, those who are desperate, those who seek will find. Yeah. Um, we watch those folks come in desperate, we watch God come in and fill their life and transform their life, and then we watch their cup run over. Mm-hmm. And it's that idea of the flow of God's grace in and through them. You know, my first mentor used to just drive that home all the time, and he would say, Tom, it's not the flow of God's grace to you, but the flow of God's grace through you yeah. that transforms your life. And we were talking last night about God's grace is so cool because we know the minute we become a believer— and the Holy Spirit comes to dwell in us, that we're a new creation. And in that sense, God has transformed us through his grace. But we know that even situation to situation and minute to minute that he transforms us. Interactions with other Christian brothers and sisters and our interactions with people out in the world. And we also know that he is transforming us into the likeness of Christ. So we're transformed we're we're being transformed and we're and we're transforming all the time that yeah. all this aspect and it's all God's grace kind of coming back to that again of there is not a way to exist that you're not it's i think what i struggle with and maybe we can discuss this a little bit is how do we accept how do we 
allow God's grace into our life because mm-hmm. it's not a lack of grace or that God ever withholds grace. I think his being is grace. I think he's always extending his grace. So that means the struggle with grace is on us. Why aren't we accepting God's grace? Why aren't we allowing God's grace into our life? Mm-hmm. Well, and I know one of the questions that Jim brought up this morning was like, uh, are you more sensitive to God's presence in your uh, uh, in your spiritual walk, and so uh, you know when when God is prompting us, because we we get these thoughts, and you know if these thoughts and these promptings are, are if they are in line with the Bible, uh, then that then that is truth, and that, that's things that we can action on. And so, uh, and, and kind of what you're talking about too, I, kn- I know you've said in the past about uh, I think it was a- is it AA where they're like, hey, when you when you show up, you're going to be uh, yeah, you're going to show up, but you're also going to put up chairs. You're going to like, you know, and and it's it's not so much about putting up chairs. I mean, we have you know volunteers, we have teams and things like that to put up chairs. But uh, there, there's a tremendous amount of value in getting you know by following God's prompting to to serve uh, you know others. And and not only do you, are you serving other, but you 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 find out that you're actually serving yourself too, because uh, you know there's a lot you get out of it. And also you know following God's prompting to be in community. So if if you're feeling that prompting, you know, like I, I know you said. Uh, uh, I can't, it was a couple of days ago, but if, you, if you're having a thought like, am I an alcoholic? And it's like, uh, maybe that's God prompting you, you know, because if you're having those thoughts, it's like, uh, I'm not saying it's always yes, but it's probably a good indicator. And so just understanding that, that God works in, in, in a, a wide variety of ways and when he's prompting us, uh, it's for our good and his glory. So, so Callie, what, what are your thoughts? What, what, what are your recommendations? What, uh, what what would you uh, recommend to somebody who's who's kind of struggling with you know uh, what do I do next? How do I uh, how do I overcome this? How do I how do I reach out? How do I make the next step? You know, it could be scary. Can I do it? Can I physically do it? You know, you know, et cetera. Yeah, I feel like um, I've been in a lot of um, moments where I just feel like I can't necessarily get through things on my own. Mm-hmm. I'm just like I feel. Like, I have to rely on God's strength for a lot of things because I can't do it on my own. And so I think that's just my biggest piece of encouragement or just advice for someone that's struggling and they feel like they're kind of powerless over whatever they're dealing with. It's just like we don't have to rely on our power because we have God's power and he extends that to us. So Awesome. Awesome. I like that. And and, and too many times, too, uh, you know, uh, following God's uh, will and following his plan uh, oftentimes doesn't doesn't coincide with the the world's plan and so like you know social media or media or our friends hollywood whoever will tell us you know uh completely opposite and so it so it can definitely be a terrifying moment but but understanding that, that god's going to give us the the wisdom god's going to give us the the direction and god's going to give us the strength so but I, I just had a thought occur to me that god telling us that his grace is sufficient and to be still and know that he's God are are very much related. So if yeah. you're if you're listening to this right now and you go, I I don't really know what it means to accept God's grace or even to understand how his grace is moving in my life, I just encourage you to to find find a corner of your house, find a chair, find a place to sit down, open up the word, pray and sit and just know, be still and know that he's God. And I, I think you'll begin to experience what it means to have God's grace in your life. Um, again, God's always extending his grace. So it's a matter of us being still and allowing and accepting that. You know, I think so much of faith is action. 
And I know when I look back on my life, um, things that I've overcome that, that I should say, maybe I should say it in a different way, that God has enabled me to overcome, that it's been because I've stepped out in faith, that I trust that he's going to be there, that I trust that his power is going to be available to me, and I trust that he's going to do what he says he's going to do. And when I step out in faith, uh, there is his grace. And so I think there's a real relationship between taking that step of faith and God's grace in our life. So get still, get with God, listen to him, be obedient to what he's calling you to, and know that when you step out, his grace is going to be there. Absolutely. I think the a thought I have, um, the visual that you gave us, Tom, earlier about grace flowing through us, I love that. Um, and you also said something about, you know, why don't we sometimes allow grace in our life? I think it's because we feel like we don't deserve it. I've had, I've had times in my life where I've felt like God's grace was for everyone but me. Mm-hmm. I just didn't deserve it. And, you know, in truth, none of us deserve it. So, you know, if, if that's your thought, then, you know, we're all in the same boat. Yeah, well, it's Christmas. Yeah, right. We're thinking of <laughs> gifts. Yeah, God's grace is a gift. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> well, uh, uh, Tom, uh, before we wrap up, do you mind praying us out? I would love to. Okay. I would love to. And I, and I want to reiterate what Tommy said. We're so grateful for our audience uh, around here and around the world. Um, if you're if you're here in the community and you uh, have not uh, been to Northside, uh, right now we're meeting online. Um, but we would love to get you connected with our care night, with any of our resources. If you're you're not in our our vicinity because you're in Ireland or Russia, which is so cool, uh, we just we love you guys. We're so glad you're listening. We hope this is touching your heart and encouraging your relationship with Jesus. And just love to pray with you right now, uh, Heavenly Father. Um, thank you uh, that you're a God of grace, um, Lord, that that is so uh, close to who you are, that it's just a part of your being, something that you're always extending to your uh, creation that you love. Uh, Lord, we, we, um, we don't even understand uh, the totality of your love, uh, that a being that was self-sufficient would want to love so much that you would bring us into creation. And Lord, I just pray that for those listening uh, that you would touch their hearts, that they would understand uh, your love for them in a way that they haven't understood before, that they would sense and feel your presence. Lord, that they would step out in faith and experience your grace. Lord, thank you that uh, you sent your son to die for us, the ultimate form of your your grace and your uh, give, how you give to us. And so, Lord, help us to give at this time of year and all year to think more about what we can pack into life and not what we're getting out of it. Help us to be grace in action, to be evidence of your grace in the world. Lord, I thank you so much for our care team, our church ministry team, and and our church body. Um, Lord, we love you, and we ask and say these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you guys. And uh, again, Callie, we're excited to have you on the team. So if you're listening, if you haven't met Callie, definitely uh, reach out to her. Uh, 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 let her know she's definitely welcome here at Northside. So um, lastly, don't forget to follow us on Amazon Music. Like or follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Spotify or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Love you guys. And better than that, uh, you have a wonderful Father in Heaven who loves you so much. More.